Hey, what's going on guys? Big Duke here, man. I will tell you what, the way the world is reacting nowadays with all this coronavirus stuff, man, I may never get out to San Diego and uh, get on the podcast. But, you know, one day I'll get out there and uh, it's going to be a fun time. But uh, Mike wanted me to share my experiences of what uh, social distancing is like. Well, um, put it this way. I live in a small town. I'm by myself. I live in a small one-bedroom apartment. I have no friends. I don't drink. I cook my meals at home. So for me, the social distancing is um, pretty much my, uh, my everyday life. So have fun with that and good luck. For the moment you've all been waiting for, from the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. Because you're listening to the Saitama Saint, the Osaka superstar, the mad titan of Tokyo, the American kaiju. Oh, wait. Double your pleasure, double your fun, because today you're going to get two hogsmen for the price of one. The hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, unfortunately, couldn't make it. He said he'll be at the next show. But you are listening to Southern California's Number one pro wrestling theme <laughs> podcast. That's right. We didn't do it first, but we do it the fucking best, motherfuckers. Get some. Get some. Get some. Ted, I want machine guns right there. Get some. <laughs> Hunter, what makes what makes the grass grow? Blood. That's not right, but hey, man, you oh, got brainwashed. It's cool. Oh, no, uh, that's terrible. You know, and we're once it. again at the Level Up Studios, and we are drinking pub beer courtesy of 10 Barrel Cheap, fun beer. Thank you very much. Pub beer, everybody. Thank you, Tim Burrow. And uh, we got a big old cock fest going on in this room right now. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's start by introducing the tiniest cock in the room to your right. Who you got over there? Devin we, Sparks. I'm to his left, oh. but uh, the one speaking, Hunter Freeman, the one who shouldn't be speaking. Shut once up. Again. Yeah. Once again, we are joined by the Lucha Redneck, the fucking poser, Hunter Freeman. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? All right. <laughs> he just asked... And then, uh, are you talking to the people listening on the podcast? <laughs> they're answering at home while they're driving, or they're driving in their car on the way to work. I'm doing great, Hunter. Thanks for your help. Yeah, they're answering me. <laughs> and that's going to be, uh, oh, Ted, go ahead and shut that mic off over there. <laughs> we're not going to use it. Swing it around. And, uh, we're joined also by, uh, player Uno, right? Player one, uh, Michael Hopkins. What's up, dude? We're good. Yeah, you're good. All right. You have the main characters. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, 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 you can turn it. Okay. You've never, you can been, turn to, it. You've never been to promo class. Huh? I've never been to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not the first time he's actually 
You're doing the same thing, man. Fuck. Is this your first nope. podcast, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. The one next to Hopkins is producer Tad. Uh, the one making it all possible. The one who's who's got a fucking hard dick right now because of his new Roadcaster Pro. Oh, mm. boys. You don't even know. He's got four mics. We got headsets in here now. He's got, what is that you got in front of you there? It's a Roadcaster Pro. All man. right. I didn't know what that was, but. That's okay. He's fiddling with it and putting sounds on there. And uh, then, still working, hogsmanpod.com. And then another uh, man in the room. Once again, we're joined by Big Perp. Big Perp. Oh, guys, 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 I got a new name. I got a new name. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Saskatoon Sasquatch. What? All right. I have no idea what that means. Can you play that want, want, want for me? Oh, there it is. <laughs> You'll get them right. next time, bud. <laughs> and uh, the uh, how many we got people? The sixth person in the room. We got a young man in here. Seven. We got seven. How many? Oh, seven. Oh, yeah. Damn, seven. Damn, Mike. The seventh man in the room. This young man. Uh, it's it's the first podcast, also, right? Yes. This is the son. He says through his chewing gum. Yes. This is yeah, the son sorry. of uh, probably the greatest luchador of all time. Uh, his name is Dom Dominic Gutierrez, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, Gutierrez, aka Dom Mysterio Jr., aka Prince Mysterio. Prince oh, Mysterio is oh. that trademark? That is trademark. Oh shit! Who did that? USA, uh, Japan, and UK. Oh, who did that? Uh, I think the same person who did my dad's. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I mean, it's your. It's a family. It's yeah, family it's, owned. Okay, yeah, there you go. So you've explained to me your your uncle Ray Mysterio Senior. Down in Mexico, has it trademarked down there? Uh, Yeah, he has Rey Mysterio. And then I believe my dad trademarked Rey Mysterio Jr. Smart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Anyways, thanks for coming on, Dom. We appreciate it, dude. Let's talk about uh, what's going on. Man, everybody getting face fucked with corona lately, man. Mm. Coronavirus Mm. going around. I want to point this out. Like three, four weeks ago, I brought this up. You did, I got man. shit on on the pod for bringing it up because I said, this is going to destroy economies. This is going to shut down shows. And then we had the stardom show that got shut down. I said, what happens when it's New Japan? That ain't going to happen. Boom, that's done. You got MLB closing down today, NBA, NHL. March Madness. March Madness. They're not going to do the tournament. NHL just uh, finished up their season. MLS. Mm-hmm. Really? MLS, too, MLS yeah. getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day parade. Georgia down. closed down. We should note that we're recording this on Thursday. Oh, that's right. It's oh, yeah. Thursday, it's, March 13th. Who even knows? Who even knows what's going to happen in the next five days? So let's get... You obviously are close to the subject here. What's going on, man? Are you guys shutting down Mania or what? <laughs> <laughs> what's Vince saying, Dom? Uh, I personally do not know what is going to happen, but I don't know. I, th- I think the show goes on. Really? Mm. I, I mean, uh, when is it? Uh, the 5th. April 5th? The 5th. So you still got... Couple of weeks away. I don't know. See what happens. Interesting. Just but text yeah. them. Say what's up. Be like, hey, for sure. I'm doing a pod. <laughs> you can tell me. <laughs> the, guy, the guys want to know. They don't want to be wrong. On we the need podcast. breaking. We need something, man. On this on this podcast, we need breaking news that nobody else has. Well, here's here's some breaking news. Hunter wrestled a match last week and he wasn't unemployed. Congratulations, Hunter. How'd that match go? It was an awesome match. Great six man. Shout out to True Grit. Shout out to uh, the Millennials. 
like I told Mike earlier, you got good heels, makes it an easy match. Devin, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ground Zero was a lot of fun this past weekend. Uh, uh, Dev, mm. Zealot won. Yeah, yeah, Z1 championship tournament. Or it wasn't for the championship, just the Z1 tournament. It was good. Good. Got to wrestle Warhorse. Did a promo battle beforehand. That was real fun. Oh, yeah? Um, it's actually funny. His promo I really liked. So he went into a story about how... So I did a pr- typical promo before the match. Um, and then he <laughs> goes off on a story about how he got off the airplane and he saw this old man with luggage and he got pissed off and threw the luggage down. And so he walked over to him. He's like, sir... You know, <laughs> I, could, I, I could see by the look in your eyes that you must be from Phoenix. <laughs> the guy goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, yes, I am. He goes, well, you know, is it, can I help you with your bag? She's like, no, it's not my bag or whatever it was. I'm actually on my way out of town. I was just pissed off. He goes, okay. He goes, well, I'm gonna, are you going to the wrestling show tonight? He goes, no, I'm not, but I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> he goes, what's that? I need you to go to the Z1 tournament and rule as much ass as you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, man. That was good. That's good stuff right there, man. Well, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, a good good match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Enjoyed it. Good little match. I went down to the Spark Shooter. So. Yeah. How was the house? It was good. It was good. They had a really good house. I mean, I, that was the most packed I'd seen that studio. Yeah. On studio so far. Um, they had to keep bringing chairs, and they had three rows of chairs on each side of the ring. They had to keep bringing chairs in. So I think I think Warhorse was a big draw on that show. Did um, you? Uh, everyone else is relatively local. Did you carney any uh, young kids with raffle tickets and dreams? No, no. I carnied some T-shirts, though. I sold that. I had four people ask for Hogsman uh, T-shirts. Yeah. And I sent them to the, yeah, I sent them to the website. Wrong one, dude. Ted, you're fired. Ted, learn that. Leave the equipment. Go back to your car. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, I had four people ask for shirts. Um, None, no one bought them off the website. I checked. I'm like, oh, maybe they bought them off the website. No one bought them off the website. Um, but people were interested in some Hogsman shirts. I don't know about the podcast shirts, but definitely Hogsman shirts. So That's good, man. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, big news. Big news. We got another less listener mm. in Norway, gentlemen. We have a listener in Norway. So we're international now. So who's the, is there a, a wrestler from Norway? I have no idea. My wife thinks she's Norwegian. Hmm. Okay. Well. I don't know where you're going with that. I don't know either. I don't know. It's Norway. <laughs> Dom, who's from Norway? The cousin, maybe? Cousin. Okay. All right. Excellent, man. All right. Sounds good. Cousin. Well, let's shout out. Leave a, uh, leave a message on. How do you do that? Leave shout a review. Leave a review, leave a review. Mr. Norway or Mrs. Norway. Leave a review <laughs> and uh, let us know what you think. Oh, tweet at us, too, I guess. We got 28 followers on Twitter right now. <laughs> Ted's taking Killing care it. of all that. Shout out to all of them. Yeah. All of them. That's killing it. He's doing. He's handling all the social media. Yeah, he's handling Ted. the website. So he's going out there. Ted, you're going way beyond your pay grade, brother. I love it. I'm yeah. investing in y'all, man. All right. Down with that. Dom, you trained up at uh, Storm Academy. I did, but tell, it's, tell me. Well, okay, go. A lot of people don't know that I trained in Tampa as well before Storm Academy. I trained with uh, Jay Lethal up in, uh, I believe it was. Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they run like a little promotion down there too. So you went to Tampa Bay just to train? No, I also worked for uh, Nutrition Solutions. Yeah. Mm. So you were out there training with, uh, with Jay Lethal, but um, was that kind of more like, um, I know Storm Academy is actually like a, 
a 12 week program basically, mm. right? Something like that. So Jay Lethal's was more kind of just come in and like and a learn, school, yeah. Just learn how to do it. Now, how long were you there for? Uh, I did four months with him. Four months? Yeah. And then you went up to Storm's, Storm Academy, right? Mm-hmm. And you start, you come in day one. Actually, I'm, I'm two weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucha time. Yeah. Dom's got it in his blood, lucha time. Yeah. Did you West Coast pop into the ring the first day too? I'm here, bitches. <laughs> no, no, but it was funny because I had to I had to wait because it was my grandparents' 50th anniversary mm. and they were getting like remarried. So I had to wait. And then the very next day we drove up to Calgary. Um, And then so you, so you go to this, I don't know. I've never been in a, a wrestling school like that where it's a, you know, a 12 week program. Uh, and then they basically say, okay, you've graduated. Am I correct on that? Like, or yeah, he basically, he, he gives you his blessing almost like at the end, uh-huh. like he'll let you know, like, Hey, you know, you, you did everything pretty good and you're allowed to go out there and, you know, use my name to, to your advantage. They, uh, so basically it's kind of like 12 week program and then get out there and make something of yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, can you stick around and train and keep training if you decide like, Hey man, I'm gonna stick around and get a little bit more polished up or. Uh, I think you can. Cause there are some guys that have done like two or three times with them, but I think you'd have to, you have to pay every time again. Oh. Pretty sure. But I think he did. He started before he closed it. He started doing something where ex students can come in and train for a certain amount of time. Now you're two weeks late. Cause you're lucha the fuck out. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's a, it's a 10 week program. Now, after that, did you feel like, Hey man, I could, I could go, you know, hold my own in a match or how, how do you, how did you feel coming out of, out of the storm Academy and that kind of, cause I've never been in that kind of situation where, you know, like, you know, Hey, 12 weeks and go make something yourself. So I'm just wondering how that kind of feels to come out of it. Like it felt, it was more like, like, a. Like he po- he helped polish everything. Like he 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 was really like good in in the mechanics and as far as like how to do everything like as perfectly as possible. So being able to like touch up and just like the little things, you know, like the basics. I felt like I was very comfortable. But then when I came here, that's when I felt like everything started coming together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely felt like. I took a huge step forward just within those like 10 weeks that I was there because of how much I learned from him and like, and, and uh, his trainer there, uh, Chris Knight, he was awesome. Huge Aussie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm curious. Um, is there anyone from that class that you remember that you've seen go on and do anything interesting? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, but there's there's some guys that that were there's definitely some talent in my class. We had a we had a really talented class um from all over the place from Australia, UK, um from Iceland, some yeah, some kid from Iceland showed up. So yeah, there's a good variety of us. Probably Norway. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> uh I mean, well, the reason I ask is I know Carlo Cannon um out in Australia, you mentioned the Aussie. So he's out in Australia pretty tight with him so mm-hmm. i i know he trained there i don't know the timeline i don't know how he was long part of that was. Uh, he was part of storm's first academy, oh really first class yeah okay yeah. that was a while ago then oh yeah who else yeah. was there who else we know was there Jack? um i mean i don't know these people but i know uh chelsea green came out of there correct chelsea yeah green? yeah yeah and uh-huh. i think taya did too oh taya those are some good names yeah um so then okay so you, you finish up at storm academy mm-hmm. and then you come back to san diego and you want to just keep progress. You just want to keep training. 
I, I need to bury someone real quick, Dom. So you've lived in San Diego your whole life-ish? Yeah. What are you doing wearing an L.A. Dodgers sweater? Buddy, <laughs> what is that all about? So basically every time I went to a first game, whether it was football, baseball, or soccer, I always try to go against my dad. That was, that was, that was the thing. So my first football game was Chargers 49ers, so I'm a 49er fan. First baseball game was Dodgers Padres, so I'm a Dodger fan. Oh, man. That's rough. Man. Yeah. Fucking Dodgers, man. What a good relationship with your dad. Yeah. Dodgers. So you come back down to San Diego. You're, you want to keep training. And now was Level Up already uh, uh, a thing? Open? Or Butter. Shut up, Devin. Ears open, mouth closed, bro. <laughs> Shut up. I was helping him out. Was yeah. It, it, was, it was a thing because we, before I even, st- when I first started training, we knew, uh, uh, do you remember when I first started, B? Yeah. What, what was it down in the, where you guys run the Ground Zero shows? Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually over at uh, Battle U, um, down at the sports park mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, that. Basically, Battle U. Uh, was really what well, was the uh, the foundation of, of of like for instance like Hopkins, um, Juan, um, and, and a couple others and everything like that, and then obviously things didn't work out as planned and everything like that, and uh, we came we came here, you know. Yeah. So when they moved when when I came back from from storms, they had this place coming up. So level up was uh, I'm pretty sure you, they had just started, and we they I didn't I didn't come to the classes I came almost like an open ring time, mm-hmm. and I would come with uh, my dad Conan uh, Ray Phoenix uh, myself B so we'd all get in here and we'd start training Ben I wanted to make it like a permanent thing so I asked I asked Benny if I can just come and train and. You know, I've been here for about a year, year and a half now. This yeah. December, I'll be on to two years here. So you were tired of being surrounded by a bunch of green motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and you wanted to train with Hunter, myself, <laughs> Hopkins. Did, you know, Dev Dev could teach you how to fucking promo, right? <laughs> like what, Conan? Conan's going to c- cut a promo? <laughs> Come on. Uh, one, uh, one of the cool things, though, is that like his pops actually kind of pulled me aside one time. And um, uh, uh, his pops pulled me aside one time and he goes, uh, you're doing real good things here. And, um, like, I think he even said like, like he wanted you to kind of stay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Actually, I'm really surprised. Like your dad will pop in, you know, every once in a while and, and, and get in the ring. And it's one of those things where it's like at that age, I'd probably be like, fuck that. I ain't getting in that fucking ring, you know, but he, he comes in and he, I, it's like, wow, you're, you're, you're wrestling with us, you know, yeah. that's very, kind of surprising to me when I you know considering he's been doing it what 30 plus years I think last year he reached his 30 year mark along with along with uh Nicho psychosis and that's a long yeah. 30 years your dad's been doing man because your yeah. dad has done some crazy shit crazy shit we yeah. talk about it all the time during training you yeah. know like stuff he was doing like back in the day uh on uh, on nitro and stuff like that and it's just like fuck those yeah. bombs are gnarly, man. He was telling me some stories the other day. We were in the kitchen, and because he, I came home and he saw my chest. I got chopped up a little bit, <laughs> and um, he was like, Uh-oh. "Oh, he was like, oh, nice." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I remember when I first got chopped." He goes, "I think I was about eight. He said, "Yeah." He said he was eight, 
and my uncle, Ray Monsieur Senior, he said that he chopped them. He's and because my dad started crying, he's like, "You done crying?" He's like, "All right, get back in." And they started <laughs> chopping them again. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you well, that, say that to Petey here every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because uh, I I talked to your dad one time here, and your dad's like, "Yeah, stretch him out." Talking about you, because mm. uh, you know, your dad came up the fucking hard way. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there was no joke. You know, him tra- he trained down in Tijuana, right? Yeah. And I'm sure, man, like I, I uh, Ryan Kidd uh, goes down there to train. Yeah, he might still live down there. I'm not sure if he's still, but he'll go down the train and, and, you know, they don't give a fuck if he's been wrestling for seven years. They're, you know, they're like, basically, who's this, this guy? And they put him to the test and, you know, it's no joke down there. So have you, have you ever uh, thought about going down, getting the Lucha Libre stuff uh, going on or? They always, they always ask me to come down and train with them. Some of the guys from like the crash and stuff. Cause I've gone on like a, like bus tours with them and like, you know, so like I got to know them really well. They're always like, come down to TJ and train, but I don't know. I kind of got, when I was up at Storms, I kind of got into the, the little mindset that, like, I'm a pretty big guy, so I don't really need to be doing lucha. So, did uh, you? <clears throat> oh, sorry, I just buried Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> did you, was there any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dom, yeah. Asshole. This guy. Rack him up, dude. He's going 21 or no. Um, did you, was there any conversation with your dad of like maybe going to New Japan to be a young boy for a while or stay down in Mexico City for a minute? What what was it or was it always like let's hang out around home and get your training in first and then come up? We did have we we did have conversations about going to New Japan and being a young boy, but other stuff started coming up with WWE and and you know traveling with my dad cuz he he I initially started traveling with with him cuz his his schedule was a little heavy so I I'd, I'd help him on the drives and they saw me and they were like oh okay you want to come do some promos and be with your dad and I was like yeah sure so I started you know coming along that way so thing just kind of sidetracked and then I I kept training here and I I loved it here so I I kind of didn't want to go either do you uh Obviously, your your dad is like I said, like the number one, probably the greatest luchador of all time. Correct? I mean, and then like Le Park is number two, because Le Park is the fucking man, dog. I don't give a like. Le Which Park one? Shit. Uh, uh, oh, uh, original Le Park. L A Park. Yeah, L A Park. Yeah, but um, so, R I P though. Yeah. R I P. So have you? So do you feel like you know? You obviously in Southern California, I learned this. You gotta under, You gotta know lucha. You you may not have to use it in your arsenal, but you do have to understand lucha. Um, and then I think it goes the other way too. Like luchadors need to learn how to work American style because we're we're right on the board of each other. You know, uh, Devin and I just worked with some cats from Tijuana, and it was a tag match, and they were like, "Hey, can we do it in American style where tags need to be made?" And Devin were like, "Yeah," because and they're like, "We've never done that. You know, it's always been lucha where you basically don't have to tag." Just running in. Yeah. So I kind of like that. <laughs> it, it makes <laughs> things a lot easier. To, wait, who's the legal man? It doesn't matter. It makes things a lot you're easier. making did not make it seem like you liked it, though. <laughs> no, I'm looking at him. And he's like, he's like, you know, I have to learn lucha too. I'm looking at him like, motherfucker, shut <laughs> up. Shut up. His, his lucha is the equivalent of like Taco Bell is the Mexican food. You know what I mean? I'm, like, hey, I know what a chalupa hey, we is. Train, I can make we, you one. You know? We train lucha. I, train, I know. You I train have. lucha for years. Everyone in San Diego has. Yeah. But I'm the just thing trying is, to remember the last time you used it. If it's not a part of my, it's not a part of my offense. But the thing is, if I work with a, a, a luchador, I know how to base for them all that kind of stuff. I think you need to. 
Um, I've been telling you for a minute too, Mr. El Numero Uno, and I told B-Boy this too. You need to hit one lucha move every match and call it a day. Hit one big tilt-a-whirl backbreaker or tilt-a-whirl slam or something and set up the whole match for This motherfucker a stiffs a Japanese wrestler with a goddamn forearm. <laughs> Great story, by the way. <laughs> Multiple times, and he thinks he's goddamn strong. Style. By the way, the story, ha- so that happened like five years ago, and I just kind of like blanked it. I'm like, oh, I don't remember getting, it didn't hurt when he hit me. Mike watched the I tape watched the video. and sent it to me. It's because he didn't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> this poor son of a bitch. <laughs> sumo champion, whoever the fuck he is, is just getting pelted with goddamn forms from uh, fucking this guy, uh, guy Jean. And you know what? I sold like 10 shirts after and that. Then, uh, and then still, uh, you know, doesn't, doesn't clean his clock as soon as oh, he gets his opportunity. Nice guy. But anyway, so are you more attracted to, let's say, like the American style pro wrestling or like, are you just kind of like, you know, I think it's, I think it's good to be universal, if that makes sense, you know, kind of take a little bit from the American style, a little bit from, from the Lucha, you know, strong style and even some of like the UK, you know, just be, be able to, to work in different places and know how to work in those places. So I, I think it's, it's good to just know. Adapt. Adapt. You know who I think did that the best is Eddie. Guerrero probably yeah. did the best when it came because like he knew all the styles. Yeah. And he and he it doesn't matter who he worked with, especially back then, because they didn't have YouTube, they didn't have like the ability just to kind of access to like who your opponent is. He uh he was just like, I'll get in there with anybody. And like you see him work with your dad or any other kind of uh luchador, straight up solid lucha. Gets in there with Malenko. Solid work, you know. It was nuts, man. It was nuts. You, I, I, you know, as much as like they say, Hogan's the greatest, Flair's the greatest, Stone Cold drew the most money, all that kind of stuff. Guerrero, god damn, man, like workhorse, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got my list. <laughs> Let's yeah, hear it. I got my, here, bring it out. What's your list, <laughs> dude? If you, if you got to watch, if you got to watch some wrestling, who are you watching? <sighs> It depends the era, because from from what I what I would like to to put in my arsenal, I I would watch, you know, Malenko, Jericho, Benoit, my dad, Eddie, Psychosis, especially like on on like just all the different styles, because Psychosis could base the hell out of anybody. So like I just like depends. You're basically watching. Uh... Uh, the cruiserweight division, ninety-seven, one hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And then I also uh, don't get me wrong, I love, I love me some some drag, Ricky, Ricky Steamboat, yeah, Flair. Let's talk about uh, Ricky Steamboat and his arm drags. Oh, Greatest arm drags ever. Yeah, ever. yeah. Right. Um, it's kind of safe to say, kind of safe to say that uh, Dom has a pretty good arm drag. Yeah, he got really good arm drags. <laughs> I, I always, whenever we have a uh, little practice matches, I always. Call him, hey, give me that, give me that arm drag, give me that arm drag. Cause you got good arm drags. Fuck it. Yeah, thank you. Actually, I got, I got. That's a funny story. There, last WrestleMania, we, I was sitting at the bar, or actually, I was sitting at a table with my dad at a restaurant, and we saw Ricky. Ricky was just standing there waiting for for his food, and my dad told him to come sit down, and I, I, I low key kind of, 
Mark freaked Mark out. Mark. I was like, oh man. I wanted to ask him. I was like, hey, like what's but I, I didn't ask him anything. I kind of just <laughs> kind of just sat there and stared. You you know what's funny is I went to a, a PCW show up north in Long mm. Beach and I went there to like help set up and just, you know, show face. And he was there. Steamboat was there. And he was just hanging out uh, by the ring after it was all set up. And I was like, I got to say, I got to say hi to him. So I walked up and I was like, hey, uh, I just want to say hi. My name's Mike. And I just want to say hi. And he goes, hey, Mike, Ricky, uh, Ricky Steamboat. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> super, yeah. you know, like, and I'm Thanks, just like, dude. I'm just like, all right, dog. Like, like all right. yes, yeah, yeah, just like, but he was like, you know, just like, so like a shirt tucked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great posture. <laughs> great posture. looks great. Yeah. But he, uh, and I was just like, all right, man, I just, I just wanted to say hi. And I walked the fuck off because like, I was just like, so like, man, this is fucking steamboat, you know? Uh, <clears throat> so when I was coming back from a tour uh, of Texas with Rick Ellis at the time and we got to El Paso, like, I don't know, eight in the morning, we saw WWE trucks there. I think I told you guys a story. Yeah, it's a great we worked, story. Yeah, we worked our way, I'll shorten it. We worked our way onto the show basically to help out, set up the ring and all this stuff. And uh, we're there sitting there at Gorilla, or it's a house show in El Paso. And it's a uh, IRS and Ricky Steamboat or the agents for the matches. And it's the very first match. And I have, n- I have no idea who it was, but they go on and someone blows the first spot. And Steamboat stands up and goes, damn it, slams the table and walks off and never comes back the rest of the show. Oh, man. Yeah, they, it was crazy, like, being in his presence. I was, I, I like, was just, like, a little, like, bitch. I'm just like, okay, man, like, Ricky Steamboat, I'll see you later. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not even worthy of being, like, in your presence. Like, that's how I felt, you know, so. I was able to do a seminar with him. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. He was coolest when he walked into the ring, had a big, Lip in, big dip in. I was like, okay, Ricky Steamboat's cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Funny, funny story, Dom, you told me uh, a couple months back. So um, the Mexican culture, you have multiple uh, godfathers. Am I correct on that? Yeah, I have six. Now, <laughs> and, you, and you named them off to me. And basically the LWO is is your godfathers yeah so can you can you tell us exactly who is your uh your godfathers so my my godfathers are juventud guerrera they they the the juice baby (laughs) (laughs) damien damien 666 super calo psychosis conan and villano Villano Cuarto. Yeah, Villano the Fourth. And then Kane Velasquez. <laughs> and then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I, I can't forget about good old Kane, yes. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's crazy. Dude, you told me that and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like that is a hell of a list to have as godfathers. <laughs> like Kane? No. Yeah, K dog. K Fabe. Come on, man. Protect the business. <laughs> what? <laughs> um Yeah, man. That's just that like because I was like I knew Conan. I knew Conan was your godfather. And then when they, you know, they're, you know, Kane Velasquez turned out to be one too. I, I went to, I was like, what the hell? And you were like, I got like multiple ones. And you started naming that off. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that is a hell of a list. <laughs> like my God, like my godfather was like my, my uncle, <laughs> you know? like. So if you had, <clears throat> if you had to pop somebody in the room, right. And you were tra- the wrestling fan, right. What's the craziest gathering you've had at your house? 
So if oh, you're like, man. oh, you would never believe it, but we had a barbecue and this was who was there. I don't think we've ever had like barbecues like that where like people come over, but we've definitely had like separate people come and stay at the house. Like I remember, for example, um, waking up one morning after, cause I, I believe they just had a house show coming downstairs and I just started eating homemade burritos with Eddie. Mm. Damn. Yeah. And then there's another time where I came home, I came home from football practice and uh, I went outside and I, I asked my mom, I was like, hey, where's dad? And he's like, oh, he's, he's in the pool. I was like, my dad's never in the pool. So I walk outside and it's him and Umaga just hanging, hanging out. <laughs> the big goose, yeah. Big Aki, yeah, just hanging out in the pool. Yeah. But yeah, we've never had like like big gatherings, just like, you know, different people come yeah, over. You have a, a sister, right? I do have a little sister. Quinceanera? Was there any names there? No. But she... No. she we had a, she had a huge quinceanera. I like bet. Like... 2,500 people, maybe. Jesus Christ. Christ. Fuck. I don't even know if I had a 16th birthday. No, no, like it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. Like, like it was, yeah, it was, it was wild. We had it down in, uh, in TJ. I believe they didn't stop until like 4 a.m. For a quinceanera? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, if you saw these, if you saw the pictures to this quinceanera, it was like, it looked, you would have thought it was a wedding. Damn. And then, I asked you this before, so so uh, the Fed, aka WWE, is not trying to uh, recruit your sister, right? No, no. She she uh, you've seen a sister, beautiful young lady, um, and I'm sure you know they've. You said she used to uh, like go to shopping with Stephanie back when yeah, she was younger. Yeah, right? when she, yeah, back in the day, she uh, there's like these I believe they're called like American Girl dolls. Mm-hmm. They were super oh, popular yeah. back in the day, and I, I I'm almost 100 percent positive that it was before. Uh, Stephanie had kids, mm-hmm. her own, because uh, I think she has three daughters now with, with Triple H, and yeah, she used to she used to take my little sister out shopping, and they would go and or my sister would go and hang out with her just on the regular, <laughs> like it was it was casual. That's nuts. Yeah. Dude. So, but so they they have they know she you know she's eighteen now, right? And probably nineteen something like no, that. No, I think she's eighteen. And yeah, she's eighteen. But they. They haven't, uh, they haven't tried to recruit her, right? No, because every time they ask my dad, he's always like, "Nah, she's gonna be a doctor." Yeah. So fucking, is she gonna be a doctor? She's she's trying. Mm. She's going <laughs> she's going to school for it, so I I think so. Well, because. I don't know if he was just like, "Yeah, she's gonna be a doctor." She's like, "Nah, I'm no. good." <laughs> no, yeah, she I, that's what she said she wanted to be. So that's cool. Yeah, she's going to school for it. You ever had to punk out some motherfuckers trying to hit on your your, your sister? I, I was actually gonna ask. Let me let me ask you that. Are you are you very like? Protective, like of her. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm protective, but actually, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. But like, I, I don't know. It, it's 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 almost like that first impression. Like if she like she's had she's had multiple boyfriends, like maybe one or two. So when I've when I'm when I meet him, it's the first vibe. It's almost like oh, mm, this guy's kind of, but. It's uh, intuition. Yeah, you're allowed to like use that it. gut feeling. Yeah, so like uh, I don't know. Her first, her her first boyfriend was he was cool. Her second one was much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so so you you are you're twenty two. Twenty two, uh, and she's eighteen. Quick math. Four and a half years. So you you weren't in high school with her, right? Like you weren't a senior, and she was no. A I was I she we did because uh, our school was seventh and eighth grade, and then also eleven. Uh, Ninth through twelfth. Yeah. 
So it was joint. So when I was when I was a fresh sophomore, she, I think she was in like seventh grade. Or so something you didn't like have that. to go through all that experience of like, uh, like your friends, like in high school, being like you're like your sister's like the ninth grader and she's all hot and stuff like that, and you have to be like fuck you motherfuckers. No, no, she was gone because yeah. I had some friends in high school that had uh, young sisters that were getting hit on by like the older dudes at like our age, and my I had to I had to see some of my friends fucking check some some cats. And I was like, thank God, because I have nothing but brothers. So I never had experience of that. Like, fuck that shit. Yeah, l- luckily I have I have a lot of friends that were that were with me, so they're always they're always very protective too. And it's always just been the same my same group of guys, like four or five of us from eighth grade. So let's uh let's uh fast forward. You show up to to Raw one night with your dad, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey Dom. You want to get rag ragdolled by fucking Brock Lesnar? <laughs> Is that how it went? That's <laughs> actually that's actually not how it went. It was it's actually Yeah, it's it's actually a really funny story. So I my dad told me he's like, "Hey, they want to do this angle with me. You're probably going to He goes, "You're you're He goes, "You want to you wanted to get physical?" He goes, "It's going to get physical." I was like, "Oh, sweet. I finally get to Get to do some selling. I was I was pretty excited, and he, I was like, "Who?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> this kayfabe, you. I was Got like, you. I was like, all right. So I, I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, who's hot? I was thinking, hot Bobby Lashley. I was like, yeah, all right. I was like, ah, Rand, Randy. I was like, ah, I don't know. And then we were driving to the show where I was gonna get beat, and I was like, "You gonna tell me now?" And he goes, "He goes, yeah." Is you ready? And I was like, yeah. Because Brock's gonna toss you all around everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, Heart sinks. yeah. I it did it did sink in a little bit. I was like, <laughs> oh man, because I didn't I didn't know what to expect. But yeah, we he kind of kind of just went out there and. So, so was there a lot of discussion with Brock me. prior to to the the spot? Was it like, hey, okay, um, you know, give you a couple Germans. You know, baseball swing you into the goddamn post. <laughs> it, uh, I don't even know if I should, but I will say this. He, it's okay. He, we, we like to bury each other and ruin our careers. So go yeah. for it, man. Get started. So, uh, he, he, he did say, he did say, he'd give me a couple knees. And then he just said he'd talk to me, but mm. I, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Zoned out. Uh, yeah. Great but television. I mean, it worked out because everything, because everything, everything was kind of just, it kind of just, felt more natural yeah like like oh everything kind of just flew together perfectly yeah it was funny because i don't know what i I must i don't know what happened but i didn't see raw live um when that happened and i kept seeing your name pop up on like twitter and stuff like that and i was like lesnar dom like what the fuck's this green motherfucker doing in the ring with goddamn brock lesnar you know and then I watched it and I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> fucking getting tossed. He immediately messaged me and he said, hey, look at our boy. You got thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and then I saw you, uh, you were at training like the next night. And yeah. I, was I like, came, I came home. Yeah. I came home. I came home Tuesday morning and I was, I was here at training Tuesday. Good on Dom fucking just toughen it out, man. Just toughen it yeah. out. I, I, I'm not going to lie though. I took one roll and I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to train. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up though. That's yeah. usually what Devin does when he shows up to training. He takes yeah. one roll and says, "Ah, oh, okay, I think I'm, I'm good." I fucked up my tailbone, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I'm better now. I'm better. I can. Are you? Out. Yeah, I'm You're good. All good. 
I tested it out this last weekend. So you didn't have to, to tell a warhorse why you cannot bump for him. No, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bump. <laughs> Actually, I've been bumping this whole time. It's the rolls that gave me the problems. Really? Yeah. Everyone, every oh, match yeah. we've had, I've been bumping. I mean, you had people shoot suplex and Devin at some point in a match. So yeah. Ugh. My face? What's wrong with it? Beautiful. You know what? The left side. I like it. Thank you. What? Thank yeah, you. I'm not gonna put you over, but like, <laughs> but but I can't grow a full beard. I can't either. That's why I do this. But I, mustache. I I do like Mike's beard. I couldn't grow a full beard until uh, until later in my 20s. Well, actually, probably 30s. Yeah. Well, you know. trimmed your beard. I t- yeah, I just actually, recently trained my beard. It's like if you look to uh, Camden's beard, it's a sweet sweet beard and everything. But there's actually uh, like you used to bounce and everything, correct? Say that one more time. You used to bounce, uh, like security. at bars. Oh, right. security, nightclub security. Yeah, and um, but I didn't have a beard. Yeah, um, but like something happened and everything. You have this guy, right? Oh yeah, I have scars on my neck. Yeah, so I mean, like, uh, I think it's like a cool situation because like it camouflages it. I'm a little tipsy. Yeah, I wish I would have like been able to do this back in the day when after the event or after this incident with my neck uh, happened. Because I used to always get motherfuckers coming up to me and being like, oh, you got hickeys on your neck. And I'd be like, I'll fucking kill you right now, dog. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell it, but it's can not Can you it's talk not about how that tied into something else? Yeah, I'll talk about it, but it's going to take a full episode. Okay. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, it's a long story. It's All right, sorry to interrupt. No, it's cool. No, it's a long story, but um, yeah, we can we can talk about it um, eventually. <laughs> So, uh, Dom, you uh, you're in a program with Lesnar. You're getting <laughs> you're getting you're getting you're getting, you're getting ragdolled like a motherfucker. Um, how, so what are you doing at Mania? That's the question. Yeah, and this and so the blow offs at Mania this year. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, th- I think I'll be the only person out there cheering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The show goes on. The show goes on. So, all right. Wait. Now, uh, the blow off was the blow off with Lesnar was at SummerSlam Survivor Series. Survivor Series. And real quick, when this was going on, like all the boys were at the pad and everything watching this. Yeah, we were. All right, continue going. Okay, so um, the blow off because uh, I remember you came in with your dad and and we were you were like, okay, we want to try some stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you yeah. go to uh, you go to Survivor Series and you start fucking busting out some shit you never done here, dog. So what was like the okay? We got to figure out this. Your dad's having a match with Lesnar and you have to get involved. And so in the backstage, you guys are trying to figure out what's going on. How's that going? Yeah, we pra- We had we had originally practiced a 619, the double 619 here, because my dad's right-handed and I'm left-handed. So it worked when we came in and swung in together. So we actually, I'm pretty sure B-Boy gave us the idea. He's like, well, should you guys try it? And we tried it and it worked out perfectly. So that was already in, in our back in our back pocket. So when we walking in there, they they my dad asked me he's like, "Can you give a splash?" And I was like, "Yeah." It's like, "Have you ever hit anyone with a chair?" And I was like, "No, but we practiced it at Lance's, which we did. We had like a one one I think like a like a like a class for like an hour we spent on it, just how to give chair shots and how to like how to like uh, take them and how to protect somebody when you give them. So that was pretty cool. So I was like, "Yeah, I've I've never done that." So, but I, I, I've never hit, I've never jumped off the top rope. So I, was, <laughs> I just didn't want to get the spot taken. Yeah, exactly. Smart man. Yeah. Smart man. Get your TV time. We were even practicing the low blow spot. Right yeah. Beforehand. We, we, yeah, we were practicing the low blow. Cause that's, that's what we wanted to. 
Yeah, because Lord yeah, knows I, I don't like want the... you to hit Lesnar in the fucking nuts for yeah. real. Oh man, <laughs> he might kill you. I, yeah. Um. So you you you're like, hey, I'll I'll hit, I'll hit the splash. Um. You, you went for the Eddie Frog splash. Went more for just kind of like the falling out of an airplane. Dude, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I just saw. I just saw. I just jumped, and I knew that I wasn't gonna make it. So I stretched as far as possible. <laughs> and I, I so, but cameras, baby, they they worked their magic. So I was. It worked. Dude, how solid is Lesnar? Like, oh yeah, he's because I've locked with some cats, like Hammerstone. Right, I, I wrestled Alexander Hammerstone a lot, and that's like locking up with the goddamn somebody made out of granite. So like when you're fucking like getting ragdolled by Lesnar and getting thrown by Lesnar and you're landing on Lesnar, is it just like, fuck, is this guy even human? Yeah. The splash hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not going to, I, I sold, sold the stomach. So yeah, but that he's definitely a solid dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you guys finished up that program. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, you got. I mean, it did a lot for you, man. Seriously, yeah, you got your name out there big time. Like, you know, it's obviously your second little uh, run with with WWE as far as storyline wise. Yeah. And it, thank, I think it thank, thank you, WWE. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to the E. And then, uh, you know what I think is weird? Like, didn't Cesaro bring up like the "I'm um, your dad" stuff again? I don't know. Like did, thought, did he? Didn't he say like something like that on Raw one time? He like tried like pulling like the I'm your dad stuff again. I and I was like, God, I wonder if Ray is just like, guys, let's fucking kill this storyline. Just listen, different. listen, Dom is my son. <laughs> you know, like, let's stop this shit. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Like when Cesaro brought that up. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that happening. I think he did, but I think it was it, it was like more of like a, a one-off kind of thing. Yeah, you know? every everyone gives my dad shit now because it's like, well, we see him grown up and he looks just like you. It's like there's, <laughs> there's no way, like they said, like uh EJ. He sent me he sent me a picture of my dad from WCW when he when he got his mask taken off by Kevin Nash. He's like, dude, this is you. I was like, yeah. EJ is a guy that trained here for a little while, level up, and then got signed to uh, the Performance Center. So I think he just had his first match, by the way. Yeah, I think he, I think he's had I think he's had a couple now. Uh, it's all about who you know, man. Nepotism. Speaking of who you know, Hunter asked me to bring this up for you. Uh, he said that he's been hitting up John Cone to get extra work everywhere. He's been throwing your <laughs> name around. And he said it's not working. What the fuck, dude? No, I'm waiting on the email. Hey, you got to do six weeks out, dog. I six know, weeks uh, out. I know Dom. Cone's response, never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happens. Better luck next time. You know. Yo, did you roll down around with your dad when he was on the indies for that short while a couple years ago? Yeah, uh, yeah a little bit. That's when I was, when he was doing that, that's when I was like up in Florida for a while. Oh. And then that's when I was in, in Canada. But I also like, when I first started training, I like fucked up my back. Mm-hmm. So like I got lazy. And that's why you're wearing your uh, yeah. Venom, your belt right now. Yeah, my Venom, my Dom? Venom back. Shout out, shout out to Hyper Ice, Hyper Volt. Dom, <laughs> if anybody knows, Dom is Mr. Prehab. <laughs> Dom <laughs> has all the heat belts and the what are the massage gun guns. massage guns you he opens his bag and it's just like jesus christ um so funny like little story with your dad on the on the indies right a few a couple years ago he 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 worked uh socal pros anniversary show oh yeah and that was uh two three years ago three years like ago that. three years ago yeah was it the tag match yeah, yeah with rocky romero and uh socal crazy and i think cholo yeah little cholo cholo was on there yeah 
So it was that SoCal Pros anniversary show. Great house, by the way. Mm-hmm. Turns out your dad is kind of a draw. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, nah. In his hometown. Yeah. And he, uh, he, uh, I had got, uh, new gear coming. Uh, my gear maker is a guy named Arturo. By the way, funny fuckings. Can I tell the story real quick? Uh, real quick. Just a, I don't know. He's a gear maker. I'll tell him next time. He's a gear maker. I have a funny story about trying. I missed the story? About trying to find Arturo the first time. Oh. He's in a shopping center. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. By like uh, Carl's Jr. <laughs> Arturo is a gear maker in San Diego. And he was making me new gear for that show. And he was also making uh, SoCal Crazy new gear. And he said, yeah, I'll bring it to you at the show. Uh, that was up in Oceanside. And his little shop is down in National City. So I get to the show and SoCal Crazy, who's one of my trainers, is like, yeah, he says he's bringing our gear. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll have it for tonight. You know, it's a big show. And he, uh, time goes by and SoCal Crazy is on the phone with, you know, keeping in contact with him. And then he, uh, Arturo goes, oh, I gave it to, uh, was, was your dad kind of being managed by Ruben? For a little while. Ruben Zamora? I think so. Uh, I don't think he was being managed. But, there was, he, but he was kind of taking care of Yeah, uh, he affairs. worked He worked with my dad. I think that. So Yeah, he's like the Mass Republic guy. Yeah, he yeah. was, uh, I think he was like taking like, care, like taking care of like affairs for your dad, like yeah. as far as like stuff he doesn't have to worry about, you know? Uh-huh. So your dad is, uh, is supposed to do a, a meet and greet for the SoCal Pro Show, right? And Arturo told SoCal Crazy, uh, I gave my the, your guys' gear to Ruben and he'll be driving it up. Uh, with with uh, with Ray, so late. <laughs> yeah. So so your dad's supposed to do this two this, weeks late. Your dad's supposed to uh, do this this meet and greet before the show, and he he's not there on time. He's not there on time. So SoCal Crazy is in contact with Ruben, and Ruben's like, "Oh yeah, we're fifteen minutes away, which means forty five minutes," uh, and then. He keeps okay, yeah, we're five minutes away, which means like you're half hour away. You know, your dad's just looched the fuck out, just fucking all that. <laughs> like, he was late to his own wedding. <laughs> yeah. So. so he shows up, and I'm like, okay, you know, as long as the gear gets here, whatever. So your dad finally shows up. He kind of runs in, you know, with the mask on and goes right to the, the signing. And I see SoCal Crazy walk up to Ruben to, to kind of be like, hey, where's our gear at? And they're talking, and I'm kind of a little, um, I'm a, you know, a little ways away, and I can just see like the the facial expressions, like, oh, we're not getting our gear today, you know, we're not getting our gear today. So uh, SoCal Crazy walks over to me and goes, uh, yeah, they forgot it at Ray's house, and I'm just like, <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you how accurate. That is, that just sounds like that. You're describing my dad going to a show. That's- so, so. I go, oh man, that's cool, dude. Just uh, you know, give me Ray's address and I'll stop by and pick it up. You know, like thinking like, fuck it, he's on the indies. I'm, I'm, we're brothers now. Like, but yeah, Nestor's like, SoCal crazy is like, uh, no, no, like that's not how it's gonna work. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. So I had to wait like a, another like two weeks to get my gear so, for Arturo to go pick it up from your your guys's house and 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 bring it to me. So <clears throat> you said that sounds like your dad at a show. Has he ever forgotten a belt? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. See, it happens everywhere. Yeah, he also he he's all he's also forgotten his boots. He's there's a there's a famous picture out the out there of him wrestling in Yeezy boots. Yeah. No, I swear. Yeah, yeah. Have you uh? 
So your mom has been with your dad for a long time. Yeah, right? they met when my dad was 15. She was she was 17. Damn. And so she's had to put up with this wrestling shit for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Oh, is she in charge? Yes. You're allowed to say that's all right, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mama's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Bury that motherfucker. Rain Mysterio. Um like has has your like your dad's still doing some crazy fucking shit, right? Yeah, I always tell him to slow down. Does your mom ever (laughs) I do. I tell him he has to wait for me. uh, So does your mom like still get on his ass? Like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like doing these Yeah. Yeah, she gets pretty heated. Especially when he doesn't go over. <laughs> she's, she's fucking hip to the game, dude. Yeah. No she, 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 she gets pretty upset. She goes, <sighs> oh, there you go. He's going to lose again. <laughs> <laughs> See, we've had this discussion before, you know, like that wives, uh, you know, they, their patience runs, runs out, especially when them big paychecks ain't showing up. But you're, you know, obviously your dad. That's a big paycheck coming in. <laughs> so I was wondering if like, if your mom still gets mad or is it's like, eh, it's cool. I got a G wagon. You know, like, <laughs> uh, she still gets mad. Cause she like, she likes to protect them. Yeah. So like whenever she sees him, like, you know, fall awkwardly on his knees or do some like that. We, we always, we always protect his left knee. Cause that's seven knee surgeries. Jeez. So, his left knee is always whenever he lands. I always look at his left knee how he lands. So, and you can always tell that he he bangs more on his right because he likes to. That's his strong one. Right. So yeah, whenever like we see him land awkwardly, she'll like get on his ass about it. Like, hey, be careful. Or like when he's about to do the six one nine, she's like, oh, you're doing it too slow. Go fast. <laughs> so like, yeah, she 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 throws her opinions out there. Like <laughs> like, hey, um, that's another. So your dad got signed to WCW when? How old was he? Do you know? I want to say 18. Pretty young. Yeah, because he had, he had, uh, yeah, yeah, he was there for a good amount of time. And you, I'm not going to give the number, but you told me like his original contract and it's jaw dropping. Like the, 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 the amount of zeros that's on that. It's like, holy crap. Like it's almost like, uh, that's that's not like it was a good amount. It was unheard of for someone his size and, and, and almost like unproven at the time, right? Because it's like it's it's American mm. TV. It's WCW well, that age too, and that age someone can mm. handle it. But I mean, if, like you, Dom told me the amount, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is a lot of." And, but obviously, uh, Bischoff was kind of throwing a lot of money around, and and that probably ended up to their demise. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's, top cruiserweight baby. so the end game here with wrestling is is you told your dad you wanted to to, to carry on the name right i eventually yeah i would like to whenever he's done and that means you guys have to fight till the death in the ring (laughs) or till till a pinfall right i i think it could go a little more peacefully as far as maybe him just like eh, i'm too old i'm too old i'm too old now I don't, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's all up in the air. Um, and then, so you, you have your name right now and it was once again, Prince Mysterio. And then you want to take on the full and carry on. Yeah. Eventually. What kind of, yeah. Oh, what kind of like, cause you, you you played football back in the day, right? I did. Yeah. I played, uh, so I've been playing, I played football since I was eight. 
And then I played all through high school. And then what made you want to kind of like jump into the, like, did you, did you always want to get into wrestling or is it kind of one of those things where. I always, I always, I always watched it. I always loved watching wrestling. I was always a fan. I had all the action figures. I, you name, you name them. I had all of them. I had all the rings. Even I had none of them. Really? I remember because I was. He lived in East County. Give him a break. Our parents <laughs> were like, fuck you. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> we got him for, they just sent him to the house. So I couldn't, you know, but yeah, I had, I, I had all the action figures. I was a huge fan, but I it never really, I always focused. My main focus was football. It was because, you know, that's, that's what I wanted. Eventually that's in my head. That's what I wanted to do. Go to, go to college and play ball and, you know, but I, I had, I had the offers, but I just didn't have the grades. Oh yeah. Shit, I had shitty grades too. Barely yeah. graduated high school. There weren't great offers, but I had some. What kind of grades do you need in WWE? <laughs> none. <laughs> yeah, none. Uh, what's something surprising that we wouldn't know about? I mean, have you been hit up by someone kind of randomly? I mean, outside of WWEs, have you been contacted by anyone that was you know, like, oh, that's that's interesting. Even if it's an indie promotion or something. Jennifer Aniston ever slid to your DMs? <laughs> no, but that's that's uh, that's funny. My dad, my dad supposedly dated her back in the day. Oh Shut no, up. shit! Yeah, no, you guys, you guys didn't hear about that? No. It was back. It was like a like one of those fake newspapers. Oh. Yeah, they were like they like wrote they the front page or something was like Jennifer Aniston dating Rey Mysterio. That's a random. Yeah, that's super random. So random. Yeah, Great, it was like back back way back in the day. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't. I don't. You got a guest spot on Friends after yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but I would know. my mom, she was. She probably questioned him. <laughs> but yeah, it was. A, it was a big lie. But that was pretty funny. So yeah, you've had like a lot of experiences growing up, like in in that, uh, you know, the wrestling business. You, you have like a picture with like Stone. You showed me like a picture with Stone Cold. I've I've I have pictures with with almost everybody. When I was a kid, I actually have a picture of Vince McMahon, Vince holding me like when I was like seven or eight. Actually, I was probably younger. I was like maybe six or seven. Like he knew he was holding money though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. I like it. Yeah. He's going to pull it up right now. This song. Oh, you have it? I do. Yeah. Oh, damn. Can, can we, uh, That's the ultimate flex. This is Vince carrying. Can we post that? Can we post that at all? Yeah. No? If you guys want to. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. Yeah, you can use that for the story. Yeah. There you go. I don't remember I, I don't remember which show it was, but yeah, he got true. but he got some he got some color. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that. Pretty sure. Dude, that's like prime like like attitude area attitude era. Yeah. What, what year and there were, it is, there it is. He's holding me. I'm not lying. What year were you born? Uh oh, nine, 97. Bro, he was jacked. Vince was, I mean, oh, the fact was, that Vince was so jacked is, is boggles my mind. Can we, can we uh, show him the picture of Trish holding you too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> comment yeah. That Trish holding you? Oh, yeah, he posted picture, on a story the other day. I have a picture of, like, of, of Trish, Trish holding uh, me when I was a kid. <laughs> Let me see that. Trish was my girl back in the day. Yeah. Damn. So Dom posts this picture and I'm like, <laughs> what I say, I was like, Watch your hand placement, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's carrying me. Yeah, I have. We have. A, I have a bunch of pictures. Like, you ever that. hit her up? You're like, hey, what's up? Checking <laughs> <on you." laughs> no, no. Do you uh, like, man, growing up in that kind of atmosphere? Like, do you, like you said, you got starstruck by by Steamboat. Yeah. Is there anybody else you were like, holy fuck? 
Well, I, I've back, back when I was younger, I didn't really, I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much. Cause yeah, I saw them as like, you know, action figures. I played with them and, but like, yeah, but like now that I, that I'm like training and like, you know, I've been in the ring, like I have like, um, more appreciation to like what they do and who they are and what they've done for the business. So like, you know, I see the picture of like Undertaker holding me and I'm like, Oh shit. Damn. Like that's Taker holding me. And then like 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 Vince for example, but like yeah, I've definitely like like bat more more of the old school names, but yeah, I've definitely had some times where like it's like oh shit. You just recently cool. saw Hogan, right? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. that <laughs> uh, yeah, Hogan Hogan put me over. Uh, yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, so we were it was at it was at Mania. Um and he he saw the he saw the he saw the spot that I did with Brock. And uh, like me, me selling and stuff like that, and getting my ass beat. And he was like, "Hey, man!" He's like, "Like I saw what you did out there." He goes, "Thank you." I was, like, I was like, "Oh shit!" My dad was like, "Hey, man, just put you over." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, "Thank you for doing that for us," you know. He's that's like, awesome. Man. Yeah. So I, I that that hit me too. I was like, "Oh man, that's really <laughs> that's really fucking cool." It's funny. Like, I remember that uh, when I was working uh, extra work one time. Actually, my first time with uh, with WWE. Dan uh, Duke, third member of the Hogsman, we uh, he happened to be also he jumped on like last minute, and he had a little bit more experience doing it, and we were going right by that. Uh, it was up in that Staples Center, and it was right where the entrance was to go to Gorilla. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, him and I like he, he, I'm kind of just following him around, like I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to go, and he's acting like he's a goddamn vet, and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he walks us like right to like where this tunnel is and it was right before Raw started. And all of a sudden like Vince comes walking up and it was like your fucking nuts go up and you're fucking you straighten up like holy fuck. He, he has a, he has a he has a presence, yeah, right? It's yeah. it's huge, yeah. And he literally like he looks at Dan and us and, and myself and and I was just like holy fuck, you know, like for some reason something like it was just like something happened, man. And then he goes walking off, and then security came up to us and told us get the fuck out of there. <laughs> but uh, who the fuck are you? Get back! Yeah, but it's nuts because it's it, he's also like he's like the Phantom of the Opera when it comes to these uh, these shows because you don't see him very much. Mm-mm. He uh, he's not like but he's always there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 there, but you just you don't see him. Yeah, it's crazy, but man. Why do, why do you think there's those dark matches? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is he saw my tryout match. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no, that <laughs> hit it, hit it. Oh. But yeah, Vince, Vince has a huge like. You could just, I don't know, man. There's something about him that there's he's you. Yeah. You just know he's. It's fucking weird. Yeah, man. it's weird, dude. Yeah, there's a huge presence there, but it's really cool. Any other cool stories you got? Like just funny stories. Bury yourself. Anything? Hey, by the way, I'm gonna say this, okay? One day you're gonna be in the ring working your fucking ass off, and you're gonna shit your pants. It's gonna happen, okay? And just realize your boy Mike Camden has done the same thing. Okay, so and he also, tries to hold on. Hold, no, he tries to normalize this and ask everyone if they've shit their pants. And so far, he's the only one's like, "Yeah, I shit my pants." How about you? And they're like, "No, well, I no want, one's ever said yes." I want to say this, Dom. The only difference is, is I did it probably in front of 150 people. Whereas you're going to be doing it in front of thousands in attendance and the millions watching at home. So uh, good luck, bud. I, I've definitely farted, 
But I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I've. I don't think I've shit my pants. By the way, I talked to Andy Saturday, and he said, uh, "Fuck Andy, Andy Brown. Fuck Andy Brown." He said, "Don't feel bad because you shit in your pants during a match." He said he did the same thing too. He said, "You're not special. Everybody shits their pants. You guys are all. Y'all got it coming, Mike. No, no, no. That thing around, Mike. No. Mike, hop. You ever shit your pants? I, I always take a pregame shit before my match. Oh, okay. Two of them. Two of them. All right. All right. All right. I don't see what happens. That. I don't, John trust, I don't trust that. I don't trust someone who takes two shits before a no, match. Oh man, what are you eating? That's weird. What's in your diet? Well, you got the, you know, you got the, you know, the nauseousness, and you got to like the excitement, you know, the butterflies. A real worker. So diarrhea is what diarrhea. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's not solid at all. What I notice every before every match, it's definitely wet. A real so. work. <laughs> whoa! All right. Whoa! Whoa! That, all right, guys. That, we'll see you next week. <laughs> A real worker says, I'll just wait till after the match. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so for you right now, outside of the family, I, I mean, you listed your extended godfathers. Is there someone that like you can reach out to or you have reached out to or you continuously do <clears throat> in the business that is helping you in some way where you're like, hey, I need help on this or advice on this or this is what I'm interested in. Do you have advice for me? Um, no, I don't like, I don't reach out like but there's definitely guys that I've met in the back and like they've offered, you know, their help. And for example, Alistair Black, super, super nice guy. Um, after, after I did my thing with Brock, you know, he was like, you know, yeah, maybe you could do this a little better. Never do, never do this. Cause I, I pulled down my shirt and he's like, yeah, never, he's like, don't do that. And I was like, all right. But yeah, he was, he was really helpful. Uh, Cassius Ono, Chris Hero. Super nice guy too. He 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 said whatever you need, you know, just hit me up. But like, I don't I don't like reach out and like bug him in a way. Just Co- like Conan's pretty pretty. Uh, yeah yeah right? he's yeah Conan's yeah he's super he's been super busy. Yeah. But yeah he's he he's like it's different with him because he's like I've grown up with him. Yeah. So like it's almost can, like that like like it's like your dad trying to like you're just like God it's almost at that point for you right yeah yeah for yeah for me I'm like holy shit. Whereas you, it's like, it's like it, yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's my godfather. Yeah. You know? But yeah, cause it like, like, yeah, I've, I've picked him up. Like he's like, Hey, when are you going to go train? And I was like, oh, I'll probably go next week or something. And he's like, all right, pick me up. I was like, all right, I'll be there. Nice. So I come Surprises. pick him up and then he shows up, rolls around, you know, stretches me in my, Stret- yeah. Stre- yeah. He, he rolled around with you. Stretch- I remember that. Stretches yeah. Mike, stretches Dude, no, myself. Yeah. No yeah. joke. Uh, cause it was like when I first started training, training here and, uh, yeah, he showed up with you and your dad, and he got in the ring with you, and I was like, "Holy fuck, Conan's in there," you know, and yeah, and then the master, and then you powdered, and he was still in there, and I just looked at him like, "Hey, man, can I can I get in there with you?" And uh, he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh fuck," and then I tried calling for for him to gorilla press me, and uh, he, <laughs> he, uh, no, he did. Mark. But remember when when <laughs> remember when Conan used to like gorilla press people? He'd grab him by the face. Yeah, <laughs> it was sick, dude. Yeah, he was huge, dude, man. So he was so big. All right, so I've got a question for you here. <clears throat> I'm excited about this one. I really need to know because Conan's he's been in both. So, or was he? I need to know. LWO or Wolfpack? Me? Yeah. Oh, LWO. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wolfpacks. I don't. I, Wolfpack. I wasn't really into. LWO was sick. Well, Pat kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was the music. Yeah. But you're, you're, 
Did your dad ever get a part, be a part of LWO or was he um, always the face? I think he was like almost forced into it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Eddie was forcing him into it. Yeah, okay, it, that was yeah. a storyline. Eddie was forcing him into it. But like, I, I'm, I remember asking him about it too. I was like, why the fuck didn't you be okay with it? And then, and then, and then I think I think he I think your mom was saying that. Yeah, I think his answer his answer was um, because he was a he was a face, and the LWO was like heels basically. We're holding. What are we doing? R.I.P. Cheers, cheers to Eddie. Cheers, one of the greatest. Cheers to Eddie. Um, But yeah, I think I think the I think the issue there was that like the LWO is mainly like heels. Yeah, and it was like a heel thing. Yeah, and he was like one of the. Bigger baby faces, I want to say. Oh, I mean, has he yeah. ever has he ever really gone heel? Uh, filthy animals. Oh, that's right. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. What was counted. filthy animals again? <sighs> it was uh, wasn't pa- uh, Saturn? Wasn't he in that? Was it? No, no, no. It was, it, was, Kidman. it was Kidman. It was Kidman, Conan, my dad, uh, Hooventude, Eddie, Disco, uh, and Tori, I believe. But uh, you know, it's funny going back to like uh, like who you have people to like uh call and and ask questions to and stuff like that whenever uh i'm here helping out and dom's here and you have a question i'm always like what is this kid asking me for 100 <laughs> and i always i will answer the question to the best of my ability and i always tell dom by the way after i after i've given my he advice, always you always end it with this yeah yes. uh go ahead and tell your ask your dad the same thing and tell you know tell him what i said and if he says i'm full of shit come back and tell me and i'll never <laughs> tell that again yeah <laughs> Like, that's a great idea. We, yeah, man. Just record we both everything say he says and bring it back. Yeah, because man, last thing I want to know is I always tell students if I tell them something and somebody who is way better than me and has a lot more experience says otherwise, never say, "Oh, Camden told me to to do this." Like, <laughs> say it was Hunter Freeman. <laughs> yes. Say it was Hunter somebody, Freeman said. Say it was Devin yeah. Sparks. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! The name out of your mouth. Yeah. So I told. I told uh, Dom to ask you a question, and me and Mike were talking about it. I got to hear the story about Devin and Playboy. Hit that! Hit that! Hit that gong! Hit that gong! Should I ask him? Yeah. And I- I'm curious to know. I, I well, because I asked because Hunter told me, and then Hunter asked Mike, and Mike said, "Ah, don't bring it up." So I, oh, I uh, oh, that's that's one? another story. Oh, okay, don't, don't okay, yeah, so yeah, we don't one? bring the, uh, <laughs> Devin and Playboy. Apparently, the Playboy one, Japan. Yeah. Oh, you really? Oh, that. Yeah. God damn it. We're dropping. Who told knowledge. who what? I told him. Oh, I'm so you sorry. piece of We're shit. We're dropping. Dude, <sighs> Dev, you're just dropping knowledge yeah, on these man. youngins. Come on. So it was Cork and Hall. Oh. <laughs> just put myself over a little bit here. <laughs> Cork and Hall is after after our match. It was a six man. It was you know six man tag. Of course it was. We went over. Of course we did. Look at you. And uh, we get back to the locker room. And we had all this merch. We bought so much fucking merch for the trip. And we're like, we're going to sell so much merch. It's going to be amazing. And we talked to, and I put him over in the other episode. It was Kenny Omega. We're like, hey, we're going out there. What should we do? And the guy was nice enough to let us know, hey, this is, you know, appropriate amount to buy. And if you're really over or you think you're over, buy this. We're like, well, we're really fucking over. We're going to buy double. (laughs) That's not not true. We took his advice. But we get back and we're like, we should probably sell some shirts. We didn't see a merch area set up whatsoever. Like, where do we go? Um, and we're back there trying to towel off and whatever. And we ask uh, Takagi-san, like, is there merch? Like, do we sell this anywhere? He goes, oh, yeah, they're, you know, up there at the merch area, duh. So we grab our shit. We're running throughout the venue. No idea where we're going. We eventually get there, and merch has been set up since the beginning of the show. Um, 
drop our shit down and we're like basically in our gear still. And so Rick Ellis is putting his clothes back on and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, I think, I don't remember who it was. Someone had their shirt off still. And I'm like, I don't know. Isn't it kind of like Disneyland? Like you're a wrestler here, right? Like they're paying to see wrestlers. Like if I put my shirt on, I look like a regular dude. You got to stay in gimmick. I was in good shape at the time too. I was in real good shape at the time. You're in good shape now, Devin. Don't let nobody, <laughs> don't let nobody tell you you're different. I'm a body guy now. So it's a little different. <clears throat> but I'm like, no, I'll keep my shirt off. Like I look good. I feel good. I got a pump on from the match. Like let's sell some shit. And uh, like you know, girls were coming. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, okay. Take a picture. Buy some stuff. Like, oh, take a picture and leave. And I'm like, come on, let's sell some fucking gimmicks here. And Oh, the guy's like, oh, oh, you Playboy, huh? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a Playboy, okay. like, what? No, I'm just, I'm just. What do you mean, Playboy? I just want. Oh yeah, you like, you like our girls, huh? Like, oh, you're Playboy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, what? Playboy? I'm just here to take pictures. Like, yeah, you got a girlfriend. I'm like, no, I'm married, dude. I think I had my ring on too. I'm like, I'm, I'm married. <laughs> like, it's not like that. He's like, oh, okay, I see. And then like he kept calling me that the whole time we're sitting there selling merch. And uh, when it's all said and done, I don't remember who I asked. It might have been. Might have been when we were talking to Nick Jackson or something, but I was like, hey man, like, he kept calling me Playboy, and he did it the next show too. And I'm like, what is this Playboy thing all about? He's like, oh yeah, like, you know, Americans come over here and they like try to just get with Japanese girls and they think it's a thing. And so they call you a play. It's like super derogatory. <laughs> don't, uh, you don't want to be a Playboy here. I'm like, okay. And this is all just because I, I didn't put a shirt on. And then so I think someone smartened me up to it later. And then I was at a WWE show, we were doing extra work. And, uh, I'm not going to bury him, but he was walking around in his gear uh, before the extra matches and people were like, yo, put your fucking clothes on. <laughs> like, like, like you don't walk around here in your like underwear, like put clothes on. This is a professional environment. <laughs> so, Dang. I think I know yeah. you're talking. I know you're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what it was like. And yeah, I had no idea. I'm like, Playboy. Like, all right, I don't know what that means, but whatever. Sure. I'm Playboy. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that I felt real terrible afterwards. Did you? Uh, when I think I had just gotten married too, like, <laughs> like, like a half a year before that. Don, when when your dad was uh, uh, away from WWE for a little while, did you? He was wrestling in Mexico a lot, right? Yeah, or, he wrestles for triple. He wrestled for AAA. He, you, went, he went back for AAA. Yeah. Did you ever go down there with him at all? Yeah, I went down there a couple times. Did you have to go hang out in the locker room? Yeah. I heard it's kind of a, a different experience down there, right? Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit different than <laughs> than than what I was originally used to in the WWE locker room. Yeah, have you noticed that like differently? Like, because WWE, the top of the top, right? And then like you go to like Mexico and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like there's a piss bucket, right? Obviously a piss bucket. I, I don't. I don't think Is so. There, I think, there, I think there's, there's, there's a piss bucket. I think there's yeah. in the right? top. I'm pretty the sure there's bathrooms in in no, Mexico. No, down in Mexico. I mean, just down in Mexico. Like, in Mexico, yes, at the indie shows, not at friggin' AAA. AAA, no. Mike. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. My, well, my dad, my dad got his own little locker room. Oh, he he uh, got the, the good. Yeah. The good yeah. But like, that, of, of course, we went to go say hi to everybody. Yeah. So like, I would go in there, and you know, we'd say hi. Where's your favorite place you've traveled to? <laughs> I don't know. I think Chicago. I like Chicago. I, maybe because the Survivor Series was there, but I also went to Japan when you I was a kid. You had a concussion after that match, so it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoyed going to Japan when I was a kid. Nice, that was fun. Yeah. Well, your dad did New Japan again, right? Before he went back. Yeah, to I was supposed to go with him to the big show in the Tokyo Dome, but he signed. So mm. I, 
Thanks a lot, Dad. Yeah. If you need any help. Did he ever work Cork and Hall? Because <laughs> Devin Sparks did. Dom, if you ever need any help getting booked over in Japan, you just hit up Devin. Yeah. I'll help you out. Tell him the kaiju sent you. <laughs> big name. Big oh, name over there. Hey, um, tell the story about the uh the show down in Mexico and everybody chopping the uh the kids down there. It was a story you were oh, telling no, me. No, it was it was on the it was on the uh on the bus. Yeah. We were we were going it was with the crash and it was uh <laughs> we were, it was everybody was on the bus, like my dad, Damien, Willie Mack, uh Bestia, uh Miss four fifty Mecha Wolf, like Phoenix, I think was on there. Uh Pentagon was also on there. And like a bunch of the new guys, like rooks, new young boys, I guess you could call them. And on the bus, they were doing like a like the inaugural chop thing, baptism, baptism, yeah. So one 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 guy stood up, and they would pick a godfather. So whether it would be my most of them picked my dad, because so so if they picked my dad, my dad would give them the first chop, and then everyone else on the bus would go around chopping them. <laughs> and it was it was it was brutal. How many people were on that bus? It was a, it was a full bus, like a full Jesus full bus. But I, I'm pretty sure the young boys didn't didn't chop each other. It was just like the main guys. Yeah. Well, like uh, Willie Mack got himself a, a chop. Yeah. Oh, 100. Willie Mack sat one of those kids down. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. scars Is on it? my chest still from Willie Mack. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good chop on him. Yeah, I have a funny story with Willie Mack. I uh, I love Willie. He's, he's an greatest. awesome dude. He's the greatest. I uh, I wrestled him um, out in uh, Arizona, and I was for a promotion called PHX, and I had to drive out there by myself. And that day, my phone died for some reason. It was like this first time I was driving out to Arizona by myself. My phone dies out of the blue, so I have to go get that taken care of. I have to Facebook from the AT and T store the promoter and be like, "Listen, my phone is dead. Like, what do you need to do?" And he goes, "Just get out here." I didn't start driving out there till like one o'clock. And it's a six-hour drive, so I didn't get there till six. The show starts at like seven. You pulled a Devin, but you did basically. <laughs> and they have and I. I Yo, and Dom I, said his dad forgot his boots and his belt. Like, come <laughs> on, we're same company here. That's the same. That's the kind of company you keep over here. It's the same as a WWE legend. So, <laughs> the, uh, so uh, Willie and I, because I, I want to have this match. I'm with Willie, mm. and it's uh, the you know it's the first time I've ever. I've, it's the only time I've ever wrestled him. So I get out there just in time and. They have us on first. They have us on first, Willie and I. And we're supposed to go eight minutes. We get out there. We start doing our thing. We called a minute or a, a match for about eight to ten minutes. We ended up going 20 minutes. Jesus. Just going, just, Willie just, I, I was I was not in the position to like, you know, say, hey, let's take it home, Willie. I was just like, all right, Willie, I'll go off what you say. Yeah, they're just going. Just going. And we had a hell of a match. A hell of a match. The crowd, you know, was a, we, we probably did way too much. We, I know we did way too much. So, yeah, we went about 20 minutes. And then when we get in the back, Willie was, you know, pretty stoked. And he go, and I go, yeah, we probably went a little long. And he goes, shit, that's what them motherfuckers get for putting us on first. Hey. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, Willie's awesome, man. I love Willie. He's yeah. one of the greatest. His chops are so good. <clears throat> it's funny because I think people, take, people hate taking them. But anytime I've worked them in the past, his chops are so over. I'm like, yeah. let's do it, man. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be hurting tomorrow, but let's go. Let's yeah. fucking get this done. Um, the only person that chops harder than him is DJ Hyde. Yeah, I believe it. I wanted to quit the business. I took seven chops from him, and I and I, I was like, I was I was like, I think I want to quit. Your boy knows about them uh, Willie Mac chops. How many times you wrestle Willie? You think? 
wrestled a while. Uh, the the one. Let me think. I've been I, I've been hit hard by a lot of people because it was a badge of honor back in the day. But probably the worst ones back in the day was probably Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Eddie Edwards? He hit you with them? Um, they're fine. They're safe. Mm. You know, Dev got a nice little chop to him. Yeah, when we uh, wrestled at Boss Stars, you <clears throat> fucking chopped me, and you're a fucking dick. <laughs> I was trying to get signed. Uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, like you said about those chop lines, right? I never had to experience that. I, like, so my first match was a rumble, and I was chopping more than getting chopped. I, everybody kept saying, go ahead and chop me, go ahead and chop me. I'm like, all right. I came out like scot free, dude. And then I seen some cats after me debut just read it up the whole chest just chopped up uh so in in obviously in wrestling you know like the baptism when you have your first match and everything like that uh hops and uh his old partner uh, casey douglas uh had their uh had their debut and everything like that and um uh it was kind of interesting i'll have hops tell this story <laughs> about like when you guys had the match they had a banger it was real good and everything like that it. yeah yeah we had the whole locker room <laughs> directed, me, directed by yeah. me on like specific lines <laughs> i can't even remember like i feel like i blacked out like after <laughs> after uh i think it was craig was it human tornado <laughs> he saw the, like the look on my face and he like did like the, the weakest chop i think he was you know he was being going easy on me then he does it to casey he does like this fake like makes him flinch and then he chops the fuck out of him like whoa i was like good looking out craig good good um but yeah brody king fucked me up and after that i was like i couldn't feel any other chop after that <laughs> I, was, I was done that uh that's how it was like with dj Hyde. have you ever wrestled dj Hyde? story i've uh i've never wrestled dj Hyde because i never wanted to oh <sighs> Um, <laughs> so I wrestled him at championship and, uh, he gave me, I know, I know the exact number. He gave me seven chops. Cause he told me the whole heat is going to be chops. And by the seventh one, I was like, Oh, thank God. Like, I know this one's done. Like, this is it. Cause he, uh, he, what do you do when you hang a, what, what's it called? When you hang a guy up uh, upside down the corner, tree of, woe. tree of woe, he tree of woe me. And he goes, this is it. Mike. And that was going to be the last chop. And I was like, I, it was by the time I could not even feel my chest. I could not even feel my chest. Well, he does overhand chops, right? He does hard chops no matter which, which direction. I think overhand chops are bullshit. That's not a real <laughs> chop. I, I do. They're bullshit. They just hurt. They're not cool. But I mean, the Lucha overhand chops, don't, you don't feel shit on those. Speaking of chops and everything, when Dom's in here, uh, training and everything, what, is, what does he do, Hunter? Like a Mr. Lefty over here. Chop him harder. Chop harder. 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 And then what does he do when he tries to take a chop? Fucking dips his shoulder. <laughs> fucking pisses me off. He's like, hey, dog. He's like, I learned this from Pentagon. You got to work smarter, not harder. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you asshole. Hey, Hunter, I'm just going to be honest. No one in this room is going to put you over. Shut up, Devin. <laughs> hey, when you ever wrestled in Japan, though, did you take a baptism? Because I did when I wrestled in Japan. You wrestled in Japan? I did. Nice. What's the name of the indie out there? One match. <laughs> One match. It was an indie promotion. That's where I trained. Don't judge me, but I, I did do it. But that's where I took my baptism out there. Nice, got got chopped the fuck up. That's exciting. 
They didn't even baptize Dev. They they understood who he was. <laughs> he's Mr. He's Mr. Strong Style. Don't fuck with him. It's a don't chop him. You don't know. He'll form you. Don't don't chop him. He's trying to fuck all of our chicks out here. <laughs> big old Playboy. Big old Playboy. Big That's old what they Playboy. call me. Oh, Playboy Dev. Playboy. <laughs> but yeah, I do I do give overhand lefty chops. Yeah, you do. Oh, this motherfucker. All he right. was chopping another day and he bruised up his left hand. You bruised your hand. Bruised chopping? it up. Couldn't give any more chops, and he had to start giving it with his right hand. He's like, these motherfuckers are lucky. My left hand got bruised. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Are you trying to kill people? He's like, well, I just wanted to lay it in, dog. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> Why yeah. did Hunter does his Dom impersonation like he's a hot chick. His head's moving. <laughs> he's, a hot chick. he's very sassy. <laughs> you lucky it's not my left hand. <laughs> Girlfriend. <laughs> Girlfriend. That's funny. Wait, anyway. who, who, who were you chopping the fuck out of? Uh, well, me. well, Fab chopped the shit out of me. Uh, so then I gave, he gave me one, I gave him two. And then Matt came in and gave me like two or three of them. So then I gave him like three or four. And then, and then that's, and then yeah, Hunter, Hunter and I went back and forth. But by that time, my hand was already like pretty, pretty jacked up. Like I had some bruises on it and Hunter was just laying them in and I was hitting them with my, with my right hand. And I was like, fuck it. And I gave, I gave him I gave him the only solid left-handed handprint he had on his chest. I'm pretty sure I'm the reason why when him and his pops were talking about the chops, your your chest. Yeah, you and Hop slit me up. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's the yeah. reason Cone didn't hit you back up either. Pretty sure. Got a bunch pretty of sure. got a bunch of marks training here at level up, chopping <laughs> each other, Christ. chopping the fuck out of each other. <clears throat> hey, before I forget, because you brought up Willie Mack, I've got some good Willie Mack stories. I wanna put him over for a minute real quick. Oh, yeah. So I was sick as fuck. I went, this is at a Mach 1 show. Um, RIP Johnny in. Um, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a Mach 1 show. I was wrestling Willie. I think it was a tag match. And uh, <laughs> I was there with, with Rick Ellis. And, uh, Your ex-girlfriend? He, yeah, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, hey, he goes, hey, um, he's sick. He, you know, he just had, got over bronchitis or whatever. So like, let's just you know, go easy on him, whatever. I, you'll, you'll find, you know, whether it's a tailbone injury, bronchitis, <laughs> There's I'll, always I'll figure out a way not to, not to work. Get the fuck out so of he goes, So he goes, uh, they're going over the match. He goes, oh, I got this move. I'm going to give that to Devin. <laughs> and uh, how about this move here? Oh, I'm going to give that to Devin. <laughs> We're going to do a chop battle. I think, Rick, uh, you should get out of the way. I could give that one to Devin. And the whole match, everything was just him. Like, I'm going to fuck you up. Uh, and then another time, we went out for dinner at like an Applebee's or a Chili's after a show, and uh, we're all we're all getting a beer, or, you know, mixed drink or whatever. And they bring the menu over. This is anytime someone says Willie Mac, this is what comes plays in my head. So he's looking through the menu. He goes, "Oh shit, y'all got sangria." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give me some sangria then. And then he just drinks sangria all night. <laughs> So so Willie, he's a he's a tobacco user. Uh-huh. Going on. And uh Willie one day we were at a show together and he saw I put a dip in and he said, Oh, hey cuz, uh, you mind if I get a dip right quick? And I'm thinking like, you know, Willie's just gonna get like a small little pinch. Willie takes half my fucking can. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? First time's cool. So he then he does it again, takes another big ass pinch, and then I finally just said, Willie, bro, you're the man. I love you. But you owe me a can of dip, dog. For real. <laughs> I've yet to still get that can of dip, Willie. What the hell? <laughs> Probably never going to get it. But I thought you were going to say he he leaned in and pulled it out of your mouth with his tongue and put it down. His, his. <laughs> no, see, now you're just being nasty, Devin. I don't know, man. Well, we can't take you now. This is how coronavirus spreads. 
Diamond Tab Kid over here, dude. He beat the coronavirus for all we know. I, got it. I think he did. I got it. Oh, you have it? No, I beat whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> See, I told you guys we're all getting face fucked with that CV. What's happening? CV? Is that what we're going by? Coronavirus, though. <laughs> right, okay. What's the 19? COVID-19. Coronavirus. Yeah. So, co- I don't know what the D is. So 2019? Coronavirus <laughs> is like the flu. Uh, I know what it is. No, no, no. Like, no, no. It's uh, it's like the umbrella. And then like the, what is it called? The CV-19 or whatever the... The fuck the am I, a doctor? No, you just said the guy's You're the one who brought the nice setup. You know something. So coronavirus is like, uh, it's not new. But this strain, which is the 19 one, is new. That's the one that's fucking everybody. Yeah. Dom, give us, give, us a, fucking give us a hot take on coronavirus. What's your thoughts? Uh, my, I, I don't know. I feel like we should just play it safe. Yo, but, hey, <laughs> has it even, like, Mexico, has Mexico been affected at all? Because they're just like, fuck it. They're just hey, like, fuck it down there. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it being down in Mexico. I'm going to Cabo, dog. They got cheap flights right now. <laughs> what are you going to try? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I we don't... just canceled our flight to Paris, so. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Your wife's right. mad at you. No, oh, no. no, no she's the one who that. wanted to do it. We're going to flip it over to Maui. Oh, nice. hell yeah. Good for Look you. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Paris to Maui. Oh, man. So your hot take was coronavirus bad. Uh, yeah, coronavirus bad. All right, cool. Okay. Um, Social distancing. Keep your fucking distance and wash your fucking hands, you how do you do that when you're chopping someone else? <laughs> just wash your goddamn hands. You know, I just went, I just went 15 minutes with hops in the ring yeah. during training. By the way. Oh, never what? mind. I can't say it. What? I don't want to bury him. Let's go. Move on. Sorry, right. Ted can yeah. have to No, I, I don't want to do it. We're good. Next. Move it on. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you you want to you wanna, uh, bury anybody? Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Do yeah. it. Hit that, bury hit that someone, gong. Dude. Hit that do gong. It. I guess we can bury Hunter. Oh, there it is. Make that, make it eight feet deep. Just, just. Uh, so um, he kind of distinguished Hunter as a, as a nickname, and he calls him the Terminator. Let's go with that. And then, why do you call him Terminator? Oh yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I just don't, I don't understand how his consumption of alcohol and beer in. Yes. It, it, it's, it's 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 in large amounts sometimes, <laughs> and he and he Copious. he doesn't have a beer belly. Yep, he doesn't. I don't think I've. I, I don't think he gets beer bellies, nope. and he goes. I don't get blown up in the ring. Yeah, yeah and he does. He doesn't get blown up. It. it he's I don't got, understand. He's got a good uh, metabolism or something. Yeah, it's, it's gonna catch up to us. Hold eventually. on. Hold on. This motherfucker could barely move for four minutes at the last show that you did after his hangover. When Hank showed up, or that whatever. was a hangover. Oh, it was different. Oh, I, I think that was moon, that was a moonshine, right? Yeah. That was the okay. moonshine, dog. Yeah, that's different, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I can I tell a story that involves both of you guys? But it was at Hunter's birthday in Saquon. Oh, I do. Remember what this motherfucker told Meryl? Oh yeah, dude. Oh. She cried. She legit like cries about that. So yeah, that's because I have six of them. So, so I didn't. Uh, that's what I was so, like. So here's the story. Let's go. Let's uh, do it. Hunter has Hunter had a birthday. And it was uh, big thanks, three. Man. I missed the uh, invitation in the mail. It was uh, it's before I knew you. No one likes you, Dev. Oh, okay, yeah. thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> you were you were retired at this time. You were on like mini retirement. So here's uh, we're we're out at Saquon. Uh, everybody's out there for uh, Hunter's birthday, and uh, and Dom, you've been you probably had a, had a few drinks in you. 
and you the go boy. up to Meryl, who's Hunter's uh, girlfriend, and you said, "What did you What did you say to her, real quick?" Said, "If they ever have babies, I said I could be a godfather." Exactly, and then perfectly nice and normal. And then you said, <laughs> thing to say." You said, "Hunter, I'll see you later down in the casino, bro," and <laughs> leaves <laughs> leaves Hunter. I let Loki don't remember this. <laughs> I got. Left. I just. I left. Right. You left. Yeah. Something yeah. I walked you, out. I went to go meet my parents down at the. Oh yeah. yeah. And he, right. he yeah. leaves Hunter with his girlfriends. They were at Hunter's birthday. He's crying. Yeah. Well, because my parents. My parents love going to the casino. Oh shit. Who's yeah. crying now because now there's talks of a baby being in the situation. <laughs> and it's, it's just. <laughs> so so he says this, and then Meryl just breaks down because like this is a big thing, and like. With with Latinas and Mexicans, like it's it's a huge thing. Like somebody says they want to be your god, their godfather to your child or your godparent to your child. Like, it's a huge thing. She breaks down, <laughs> just starts fucking crying. I mean, it gets to the point where we go downstairs and we we meet up with pops and mom. Like she meets mom, that's, and uh, just, that's Ray Mysterio Ray, and yeah. Mom Mysterio. Yeah, like she goes you call up, her Mom Mysterio. No, I just made no, that up. Just, okay. That's good. I do so, not. So like when they when they meet, like her and her and Dom's mom meet and they kick it off, and then she winds up telling Dom's mom this shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit. Like, oh God. I, I like one thing I told her, like, please don't embarrass me. Please don't embarrass me. Dom just broke out a lighter and threw it on a gasoline pile and said, I'll see you guys later. She just, she just breaks down, just ugh. Did you know what you were doing? I mean, I, yeah, in a, in a way, yeah. But like, like, but like, it's like a huge I told thing. you, I have six of them. So to me, it's like, yeah, okay. you know. Oh, she was like, it's a, it's a huge honor. I'm like, yeah, is that, yeah. If it happens, yeah, dude, that. So that reminds. This is bringing up a story that reminds me of. We had a friend come over, or a wrestler from the uh, Midwest, and um, showed up. I was a di- being a dick to your boys, right? Like I'll fuck around with you. I'll fuck around with you. Um, He's bringing it. He brings. Oh, I'm bringing my girlfriend with me. Okay, cool. Shows up with this girl, whatever her name was. Let's call her Brittany. And I go, I go. Oh, hey, Ashley. Super nice to meet you. Oh. I've heard so much about you. Oh, <laughs> and she man. starts bawling and takes off and runs out the room. And turns out, like I don't know, there was some shit. <laughs> There's some problems <laughs> with them in the past. So I just brought up a whole new can of bunch worms. of shit. Yeah. Oh man, Devin. What's your favorite uh, Rey Mysterio match? I have one. We got. Let's go around the room. I have mine. I actually told Marks. your dad. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'll say mine. What is it? What's your favorite? Uh, after you guys. Right. I, I actually told your dad uh, my favorite Rey Mysterio match, and actually, uh, it wasn't just a it wasn't just a singles match. It was a tag match. It was your dad and Hoovy versus Laparca and Psychosis. Mm. And I love this match. And, and, and it's, you know, there's no big story behind it or anything like that. It was probably on a, a, a Nitro or a Thunder. And I, uh, Nitro, the WCW crowd was a lot more of a party crowd, right? You always, it looked like there was a lot more drunk motherfuckers in the crowd. 100%. So here comes Ray and Hoovy. Here comes uh, La Parka and Psychosis. Uh, Parka and uh, Psychosis are, are heels. And the crowd, you can just see in the background, they don't give a shit. They don't care what's going on. And you're, they just go in there and they're working. They are working. And all of a sudden, by the end of the match, the crowd is in, it's just like 
popping for all these big moves because it's just gnarly. It's just crazy lucha stuff going on. And uh, and that's when I realized like La Park is probably one of the greatest wrestlers ever because like Hoovy, Ray, and Psychosis are like the uh, the icing, right? And and but La Parka is just holding this match together, man. He's he's the foundation, right? Anyway, so uh, it's funny because I, I told Hoovy that I've told your dad that, and I'm not sure if I've told uh, Psychosis that, but I'm, I'm I'm going for it, and then eventually I'll meet La Parka. And, uh, but that was one of my favorite matches, man. It was just a fan. I love it because the crowd's not into it. And every wrestler should know that one day you're going to walk through the curtains and they're not going to know who the fuck you are. You have to act like you're still somebody get in there, prove why they should be watching you and then let nature take its course. That always blew my mind because in the Lucha matches in WCW, no one fucking cared. They always sat on their hands and they'd go 15 minutes. And by the time they got to minute, Nine or ten, the crowd was hotter than anything. Yeah, yeah. But they'd pop for anything that the big guys would put up there. But they, well, yeah, because they were there. Guys would work their asses off and finally get the crowd behind it. But then they'd have to do it the next week, in the next town, in the yeah. next town, in the next town. It's like no one paid attention the week before. They were waiting for NWO. They're waiting for Hogan. Yeah. Hey, yo. All right. That, that was the that match you're talking about. That was the one where I was telling Dom about the pyro went off. Oh yeah. And it scared the it scared the shit out yeah, of your dad. It, I did ask him, and he said it did scare the shit out of him. <laughs> Fuck pyro, man. That shit, it, it scares the shit out of me when I've done that. Like, when I've been to shows, Kane. You ever you heard Kane's pyro go oh, off in the live? I hated it as a kid. Oh. Him, his, because I never knew when it was coming when he would come out. <laughs> and I, for big shows, I always had time yeah. for the, whoa. And then yeah. I would ha- I'd have yeah. time to cover my ears. But I hate pyro, too. All right, Dev, what's your favorite match? Fuck, dude. I actually, I really liked him when he was wearing the purple gimmicks on WCW and just about everything was... The Halloween Havoc one? Uh, he wore that a couple of times, did he not? I don't know. Well, the, that was the, big, the big question marks were awesome. I like that. Oh, yeah. He was like, he was like thin or that, something. He wasn't bodied out yet. Yeah. That was him and Eddie. Probably. Um, it was just that whole era. Didn't he come out wearing Malenko? He, he wore all purple one time? No. No? No, that was just with Eddie. It was oh. the Halloween Havoc. That's the one I told you where... Uh, uh, Eddie pulls your dad's leg on the apron. Yeah. And he takes that back bump on the... But, on yeah, the he foot. takes a back bump on the fucking... And I was like, fuck ground, yeah. that shit, dude. Fuck that. Even with that little padding. Anyways, what else? Hunter, you got a match? Yeah, mine's the uh, Ray and Psychosis at ECW. Because I'll never forget Psychosis going in to hit that that little drop on the... Uh, they hit it on the guardrail. I want to say it was. But it was just one of those where it was like, man, they were beating the fuck out of one another. It was so good. It was a really good match. You know, like beating the fuck out of each other. My favorite one is 1996 WCW Starcade. Him against Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, he was working his ass off. Like the red, with the red and black. Yeah, with, with the red the, and black with the, with the, the question marks yeah. and all that. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, that ending sequence was super pimp. Got B-Boy rolling up his sleeves here. When did yeah. you work in B-Boy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm just going to blow everybody's mind. Ray and Angle. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was so Summer good. Yup. So good. That was really fucking good. That let's was look, really good. But let's. Oh, Ted's just a producer, man. Hey, what? I don't know if I could pull a match out, but I definitely rock with Rey Mysterio and the WCW versus NWO Revenge on the regular. That's the go to. That's the go to. That's my boy. But Let, let's go around I, the room and say uh, who, which one of my matches is your guys' favorite? <laughs> That's all we have time for this week, everyone. <laughs> Uh, oh, I could, um. uh, 
I have a couple, but one one of the main ones that sticks out to me is the Great American Bash, I ninety six maybe with Malenko, mm. his debut mm. at WCW. That at, that was his that was his tryout. That was his tryout. He he showed up. He showed up, and they were like, "He was like, all right, you're working. You're working, Dean, to kick off the pay per view." Did he, did he know Dean at all prior to that? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think I can't. I can't. I can't say 100. percent But Dean had been so he'd been working with Eddie so yeah, much. Yeah. So they got smart. they got in there and they smartened up the lucha. Yeah. They they tore the house down. So that 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 match stands out to me a lot. You know what's funny is uh, Mondo Vega. If if you're listening, you're, he's probably pissed off because we're botching all these fucking dates and all that kind of stuff. That guy's like a goddamn encyclopedia. Yeah. So Mondo, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> um, cool, man. Do we want to talk about anything? We've been going for a while, dude. Uh, we've got some dates coming up, but they might be canceled. Yeah, who knows? What's let's going push. On. Let's push our Everything. dates. We got AWF coming up. You got WCWC, and then uh, you got Mania, right, Dom? That's a little Ma- show you Mania? got coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely. I'll most likely be there with my dad in April. Hey, you know but, what? I, uh, I can't wait too. Is for when you become a big superstar and forget who Hunter is, and then when Hunter finally has his kid. He'll be like, what? What the fuck did I say? Oh, no, no. That's not in the cards anymore, dog. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> He's going to forget you, too, so that's okay. I, I mean... Who's I, Mike Camden? I'll be, I'll be showing up... Uh, Who'd he ever be? Out, Who'd he I'll ever be? Showing, be? I, I, know, I know where all these entrances are, right? right at Staples and... and uh, hey, but the, uh, I heard... I, heard I, I was listening to you guys' podcast. Oh, thanks for listening to us. And uh, and I'll, I heard you guys talking about the the guy who works at the at the front. Yeah, they, Roger. Yeah, they the changed... Roger? No, they changed them. Oh, they did? Yeah. That could have been Mike's job. Yeah, it's a guy. It's a it's a it's a real real nice guy named Hunter now. It's not me, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, it's not this Hunter, but another Hunter. If that job uh, ever opens up again, can you put my name in there? Sure. You have to email John Cohn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so uh, yeah, we have some. Uh, who knows if we have shows going on this weekend? I'm supposed to be up in uh, WCW. We're we're pre-recording this on Thursday, so it's not going to be aired till Tuesday. And either I've gone up there and I've wrestled at WCWC's 15th anniversary and I now have coronavirus <laughs> or uh, the show got canceled. And you still have coronavirus. And I might so still have coronavirus. You're sitting next to coronavirus yeah. kid over here. Shut uh, up, Devin. Goddamn. And then uh, March 28th, mm-hmm. we have I've been Arizona. told. I've been told it's going on, but there's supposed to be a quarantine of or, or they were talking about it today of California and Washington. Yeah, so I don't know. What I think New York is too. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. yeah, it's on the list. So we might not be able to leave and come back. So we might be wrestling uh, out at AWF <laughs> in Phoenix. Um, and then uh, and then Daddy here's got to take uh, two weeks off. Who me? Why? What are you doing? Got to get a little skin cancer removed. Oh, what? Motherfucker! Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time you're telling us. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't make a, you know, it was just something I tell. That's a big deal. Oh, yeah, that's real shit, man. I it's like Kevin from the Office, man. Like we gotta, we gotta. This, it's, this it's, hell. It's this thing right here. It turns out it's a very, uh, it's very non-threatening form of cancer. Devin's fucking tearing up right now. No, he, 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 I knew like, about this. He's like, all my bookings I'm, are fucking going out the I'm window. I'm actually a hogsman. I knew about this. No, oh, I, okay. I told him. I said, hey, for these dates, we can't uh, take any. Oh movies. man, get the feeling. But, uh, and also, he can finally sit one out and say, I can't bump for that. So. <laughs> By the way, I know we're supposed to be wrapping this up, but so uh, 
Devin, I, I, from now on, whenever I'm getting booked, I, I'm like, hey, I'm in a tag now. You know, I'm <laughs> they go, oh, and they go, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and <laughs> so Devin, Devin in return, trying to book me, books me as basically his fucking valet. Oh, and fucking he basically tries you to are going to get paid full price. Yeah, but I'm basically Pam Anderson. I'm Pamela Anderson. <laughs> all right. But anyways, yeah, so I got to take some time off. I got I got a, a little bit of skin cancer going on, but it's very non-threatening. It's not like I'm going to be uh, hashtagging Survivor or anything like that. Oh, it's, it's very unthreatening. Get so. to freaking feeling better. <laughs> what? I'm just making fun of you. Yeah, that, 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 hurt, that, that hurt, man. You just what? now telling us now? It's, well, it's, it's, it's not a, like his... You told Devin like, before you told the rest of It's not like his skin cancer has coronavirus. He'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> I, think, I think my girlfriend had one like right here it's that very, they just it, surgically removed. It's a very... Yeah. Yeah, common. She like, had like a band-aid on it. My wife has a nurse friend who's like, yeah, don't worry. like that." And, and all these dots. So I've had this little spot, right? It's right here. And I've had this spot here for like 10 years, right? 10 years. And I've never known what it was. And it just eventually started kind of acting up. And like, I was like, oh, well, I should probably get this checked out, right? So I go to the doctor and uh, I saw a nurse practitioner. And she's like, oh, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's skin cancer. <laughs> but we'll get you a dermatologist in case. But just give you a heads up. I don't think it's that. Go to the dermatologist. Asian guy, so I know what the fuck he's. He know he knows what the fuck he's doing. And wow, uh, wow Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that racist to say somebody's smart? <laughs> yes, dude. He's the in he's this. The, he's I'm, the in this day and age. By the doctors. way, I have another story about that. Like, so okay, let's. You have to use the correct pronouns. So, anyways, he uh, he comes in immediately, recognizes it, goes, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that's this fucking form of skin cancer," and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's not even that big of a deal. Uh, it's very uh, non." Uh, um, aggressive and I'm like but it's been here for 10 years <laughs> you know like if, but like so if he's not freaking out about it I, I'm not either but anyway so I'm, I'm supposed to be wrestling Darren Corbin right mm-hmm. uh, this weekend uh, if, according to this podcast last, so, last Sunday and he has red hair and I have a red beard and kind of red hair and on the internet it's just like ginger versus ginger <laughs> like all this kind of stuff and how come we proud gingers, you know, anybody else, you can still just fuck on like redheads. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing, you know? And it's just like, I think huh. it's because of that South Park episode. Yeah, I know. They don't have souls. So uh, it's yeah. It's <laughs> but it's like, man. Oh, well. You know, they wouldn't be doing that if you had a tag partner for that match. I'm just saying. Ooh. I'll try and get you up there, bud. <laughs> Let me know tomorrow. I'll try and get you up there. I'll, get you, I'll be like, hey, uh, all those other cats have pulled out, but I got this guy. He'll, he says he's not scared of the coronavirus at all. Yeah. Let's take this home. Fucking A. By the way, hold on real quick. For, <laughs> let's take it home, but not scared of the coronavirus. So for the last show, the Z1 tournament, so I went out there. I had Derek carrying my, my bag to the ring, right? When I was high-fiving. <laughs> Shut up. When I was high-fiving. He's my young boy. When I was high-fiving, after every high five, we would uh, sanitize my hands. <laughs> high five the next person and sanitize my hands again. True heel right there. All right, uh, let's take it home. All right. That's uh, Yeah, that, uh, everybody else, all your shit got canceled too, everybody? everybody? Except for Mania so yeah. far. Friday, mm. canceled. So I'm losing a lot of damn money, by the way. I know, uh, man. It's, it's insane, dude. Sucking. It's insane. Especially Dom's out that Mania money. Yeah, <laughs> support us on Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, Amer- slash American Kaiju, and then uh, look at the Hogsman t-shirt, buy that thing. Uh, Hunter, you got anything you want to put over? Don't have a book on Friday, but March 28th, AWS. Here in California, it's probably gonna get canceled. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it. But it was also hopefully it goes down. But that's yeah. Exactly. 
you know what? Bart, please run, for God's sakes. <laughs> I need money. All right. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Hod. Hops, you got anything? Hops, I'll take it home. Unemployed. That'll do it for this episode of the Hogsman Podcast presents Talk to the Hog. Uh, Shout out to 10 Barrel again. Thank you very much. Uh, Level up pro wrestling. If you want to be a wrestler, come train here. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. Hey, th- thanks Dom, for coming thanks for on. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the star of the show tonight, for God's sakes. Can you hit that barrio sound right there? Like, fuck it. All right. Visit thehogsmanpodcast.com. Follow the show at hogsmanpod. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And we, you can be, we can be listened to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you want. Those five stars, we don't give a fuck about them. No, we do. Oh, we do? That's the important oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. I gave you guys a five-star rating. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Appreciate man. it. Can you, uh, can you tweet us, too? That'd be sick. Dude, no joke. This motherfucker got me like 250 fucking followers on Instagram for him just fucking landing on me on a, on a, on a backflip. So you, yeah, do me a favor, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll retweet. Thanks, Mo. Uh, I'm going to repeat that. It's prowrestlingtees.com slash American Kaiju. Get the hottest of the All right, man. Uh, that's going to be it. Thank you, guys. Dom, thank you. B-Boy, thank you. Hops, thank you. Hunter, fuck off. Dev, Love you're you, good, man. Another solid episode. And uh, we're, we're, we're out of here. If you think you're going to get the tip, you got to take the whole hog. Adios. Adios.